down, Catherine! Let us know how you feel about these topics by emailing us at calmdowncath at gmail.com, Kath with a C, C A T H, or find us on Twitter at calmcatherine. That's calm and Catherine with a C, C A T H E R I N E. And maybe we'll feature you on our next podcast. Calm down, Catherine! Hello! This is the Calm Down Catherine Podcast, and I'm Catherine. So, I'm Catherine, and I'm very chill, except sometimes I'm not, and that's why we have this podcast for you. Today, my special guest is going to be Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hello. It's a special guest just for today. Just, can I... Can I be the sidekick, like every episode? Well, we'll, we'll see how today goes so far. Well, today? You can be the special guest one, for today. One-day trial. Yeah, a one-day trial. Think of it as an audition. I have to audition? Yeah, let's see how well it goes. Anyway, so uh, the first thing we want to talk about today, we have to discuss the tragedy, which is that somebody accused me of not knowing the difference between... Mel Gibson and Kevin Costner. What is the difference between? Well, all right, that's beside the point. Let's start with <laughs> with Catherine's hot take. Catherine's hot take. See, I have a lot of strong opinions that aren't very popular, and this is one of them. But it's a truth bomb, and you guys are going to realize how right I am once I tell you what it is. Are you ready? I'm. I'm ready. Okay. Kevin Costner's best movie is Waterworld. Waterworld. Yes. Not Bull Durham. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Not <laughs> Tin Cup. No, definitely. No one saw Tin Cup. Not. Well, anyways, how is it that he's confused with Mel Gibson anyways? Okay. So here, here it is. I'm at the office. All right, I work in IT, so we have a mix of people who, who work there. A, so mix, a mix of nerds? A mix of nerds, thank you. That's a very good way of putting it. So we have some nerds who are way younger than I am, and we have fewer nerds who are older than I am. It goes like 10 years each, younger each way. Younger than you. I know. It's hard to believe because I'm very youthful. So you have 12-year-olds working yeah, there. Yeah, there are 12-year-olds working there. So... I bring up a point that I think is like a universal truth that everybody knows. Like, it was just a starting point for further conversation. And that is that the... All right. Stepping back just a second. I might be a little confused about the plots of Mad Max 1, 2, and 3. I might get them confused. But anyway. Well, I'm here. Okay. So you can help me on this. I claim that the plot of Mad Max 2 is the exact same plot of Mad Max or of Waterworld. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Mad Max One, I've never seen. I think. Okay. His, his family gets killed. Dystopia, Di- not post-apocalyptic. Di- it's pre pre-apocalypse or the apocalypse, which you would think would make a good movie, not included in either movie. It's would- sort of in the first one, seems like a s- slope, a decline towards. Okay, but neither oh, one nor two have Master Blaster or Tina uh, Turner. No, right. That's three. That's Beyond Thunder. And Poop. And they 
Because yeah. they, they get poop from the pigs, and there's Master Blaster, and he's in charge. Anyway, Master Blaster. Master Blaster is. And who, roll, who rules Barter Town? Master Blaster. <laughs> All right. So there we need feedback. All right. So, anyway, I point out this very universal truth that Mad Max 2 and Waterworld have the same plot. Here, uh, both of them are dystopian. Right, that's the right Post-apocalyptic word. Post-apocalyptic. Really. Okay, they're both post-apocalyptical. They both have uh, the people who are not in power have a map to get to the paradise place. Where, where, where whatever these? the problem is, it's not happening at the paradise place. Where are these maps? On children, or with children. Like in Waterworld, it's on the little girl's back. Yeah. Truthfully, in Mad Max 2, I don't remember where the map is, but it somehow involves a little girl. Both involve little girls. Both involve some sort of woman who's protecting the little girl. And both involve, you know, this loner who's going to help them. And he does something that is like a trick to distract the bad guys. And then the, the less powerful people can go and, and get to safety. And he helps them. But he, neither one of these good guys stays with the less powerful people because he wants to roam. He's a loner. I see. So I tell this to the fellows. This is the obvious truth. Yeah, the movie's the same. And it turns out that uh, none of the young guys have seen either of these movies and they barely have heard of them and they have no idea what I'm talking about. The Waterworld was a big bomb. Yeah, but it... All right. Yeah, but a lot of people still saw it. It's just it was really expensive. Anyway... Not the point. The point is that Mitt says to me, I don't think they have the same plot. He, he is someone that you work with. Yes. Mitt's the older should, nerd. Should we bleep out his name? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Anyway, he says to me they don't have the same plot. And so I spelled out for him just like I did. I say, oh, yeah? Well, in both of them, and I spell out oh. the whole thing, like I just did. Boom. They have this fuel, blah, blah, blah. They have to move it to a paradise. And he says... Oh, yeah. Fuel. Fuel. Yeah, there's in fuel involved in both of them. Fuel scarcity. Do you know what he said to me? He says to me, no, that's Mad Max. You don't know the difference between Kevin Costner and Mel Gibson. <laughs> he had the nerve to, nerve to say that to me. And I was like, hello, the reason he's confused and can say, oh, that's Mad Max, is because they have the same plot. So I was describing both plots at yeah, once. You were making your point. I was making my point. He realized he didn't realize that he agrees with me. He thinks he doesn't agree with me. And he's going to tell me, me, that I don't know the difference between Kevin Costner and Mad Max. So I climbed across the table and I punched him in the face. And then months later... This comes up again. All right, maybe one month later, I tell you, him, he's you, trying to bait me with some trolley thing that he says. You patiently held off bringing up the topic again yeah. for one entire month. Uh, uh, one entire month, although you, I was outraged. Yeah. Hence, calm down, Catherine. Slow burn. Yeah. Then I said to him, he said something stupid. I don't even remember what it was. And I said, come on, you want me to bring up the Mad Max Waterworld thing again? And he goes, I don't think they have the same plot. And you would think, you would think maybe he's trolling me, right? He's like, just trying to get Catherine riled up. This is a fun game. No, no. He really still, after a month of contemplating how he was wrong, he decides, 
that he still doesn't he's, think they have the same plot. He's doubling down on this. He's doubling down. That's, yeah. So that time I kicked him in the nuts. Uh, okay. Both. <laughs> I kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> now, earlier you made, you had the hot take that it was Kevin Costner's finest work. And because it is. And it's actually very good. Like, oh, it bombed. Nobody liked it. Um, It was really good. It was Kevin Costner's best movie. I'm not even sure why I he was famous before that because all his movies Did you were see it in a theater? Yes. I remember seeing it in a theater. I saw it in like a cheap second one theater on a at date. a mall. <laughs> when I was 11 or 12. I don't remember how old I was. It was with my family on a vacation. Dollar movie theater. Probably wasn't as good in a dollar movie theater because you didn't have the ambiance. <laughs> Of an empty big theater? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we thought it was uh, entertaining. I mean, it's entertaining. It's a bit insane. But, you know, part of the reason it bombed because it costs so much to make. Yeah, it was a they, good movie. It was they, interesting. Because Cute most girl. filmmakers say don't, you don't film on water. It's a disaster because you can't control water. But they built this rig on, on the They're water. They're like, hmm, Mad Max managed to do this on sand. And isn't sand just dry water? <laughs> That's what they say. That's a thing. Anyways, when I was thinking of other Kevin Costner movies, I it made me think that's not the only post-apocalyptic Kevin Costner movie. It's like his whole career, well, some of his career is Mad Max. Like he thinks he's Mel Gibson. He had Wait a minute. Maybe this is a different hot take. Maybe is currently recording his own podcast where he is suggesting that Mel Gibson and Kevin Costner are the same person. It's like the signs are there. The signs are there. And he's talking about this crazy nuts woman, violent woman who works with him, who insists they're two different a people. A big nut kicker. Yeah. But she can't tell the difference, but she insists they're two different people. There is only one... Rigs? <laughs> what? No, I, there's two rigs now. Rigs what? No, he's in Lethal Weapon. Oh. Not Kevin Costner. Not Kevin Costner. Did Mel Kevin Costner play Gibson. a cop, a buddy cop who's crazy? And I don't. I don't remember him. Ever of course not, cop. because Kevin Costner makes terrible movies, except for Waterworld. I haven't seen any other Kevin Costner movies that I thought were good. Because uh, Postman. Boring. It's boring. That's it's not weird. a hot take. Everyone thinks that. There's the I, movie. No, no. I know at least one gentleman who enjoyed that I'm movie. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. You don't know. Me. Okay. But what about. He's a doctor. Okay. He's a radiologist. And he loves it. Maybe radiologists love the post apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Because their skills will be valued in a world without electricity. Or x-rays. Well, I thought that radiologists have x-ray vision. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe they do. So they'll become more p powerful and popular after they don't have x-ray machines anymore. There'll be a, like a... That's when you need the superhero. It's like... Yeah. That's what draws the latent superhero powers out yes. of the people. Whatever. The, po the yes. apocalypse. Yes. I, You know what? I've never... The Postman... I've seen part of. I don't know what the no, apocalypse the is. Thing. That is, I, I don't think they ever tell you like what the apocalypses them. are in any of these. But here's your favorite. Well, I think Kevin they do Costner in, movie. In I know. Waterworld. 
It's the one where is it global warming? Yeah, I yeah. think it's right, polar fine. ice caps melting. Okay, but your favorite is the one where Kevin Costner is Jennifer Aniston's dad, and they bang. <laughs> it's a porno. <laughs> it's a porno with Kevin Costner and Jennifer Aniston, and she is both. He is both her dad and I, her grandpa. I didn't know he and would. And he bangs her. I did. I saw it on an airplane. Oddly enough, he, he's her grandpa. <laughs> he's her grandpa and her dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bang, and she gets pregnant. And that one's your favorite. <laughs> that was awkward to watch on the plane. Yeah. Because of how enthralled I was with it. Yes. Lots of people were enthralled with it. They're like, oh, my goodness. Like, the twist at the end where it turns out he's actually her grandpa, too. It's like mind blown. <laughs> what, what's I don't remember the name of it. I don't either. It was supposed to be... Based on the author of The Graduate, who I'm assuming his estate would have sued this movie for implying that he had he banged three generations of his children and grandchildren. So it's incestuous as, as well because gross. I'm just saying nasty. I think it's the incestuous. It's the first attempt at coming out of the of the whatever. I don't. I don't want to disparage closets by saying the incestuous are in the closet. No. I think what it was is, here's why it was okay, is because he didn't know he was her dad and her grandpa. Oh. Well, you think, did he know that he'd done that before, though? Like, you would think Not if, until if, after. if once, <laughs> let, let's say you impregnate somebody and then... Bang, bang your daughter once. And, <laughs> shame, yes. shame on yeah. you. you I mean... Bang my daughter once, shame on me. Yeah. Wait, no, on no. you. Shame, shame on, on you. Shame on the world. Shame on the world. And society. Society. <laughs> so bang, bang your daughter twice. Twice. And, and your granddaughter. And your granddaughter. Shame on me. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> um he, he thinks at might... that point he'd be like demanding like a like a whole genealogy. With his yeah, with every bang, bedmates. Med with every conquest, um, one might say if you wanted to have your own like cold take, which is the opposite of hot take, you might cold say something take. like, um, "Is Dances with Wolves Kevin Costner?" Yeah. Okay, so there's that boring movie that no one could sit all the way through. But that and won the Academy Award. It is boring for being boring, and then also the one where he makes an imaginary baseball field for imaginary dead baseball players. No, who watched, who got all the way through that one? Not me, I'll tell you. I think they were real dead baseball players. Okay, so they... He imagined them, but they were, they had been They real. had been real at some point, I, but I were no longer movie. alive or real. And right. he imagined well, they played, I didn't watch it. You know what? I just assume... I, I didn't it was see imaginary it. baseball. Did he end up in a loony bin afterwards? I don't. Know. I didn't see it, but I think there were baseball players inside him the whole time. <laughs> baseball players inside all of us. There's a baseball play. There's a whole team of dead baseball players <laughs> inside each of us. Inside each of us. That is a beautiful way to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, um, Nathan. Is there Hi. anything you'd like to plug? Thank you Hi. for being a special guest on my. I how the audition go? We'll see. I'll think about it. Well, you can follow my band on Twitter. Ooh, at, okay. At Stank Douglas. Oh, I forgot to say that you're in a 
everyone's like, oh, look, some randos, I guess, on this podcast. Turns out you're in a band. You're not some rando. What is the name of the actual band? It's not Stink Douglas. Douglas Stank. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Not Stank underscore Douglas. I'd like to repeat that that is not the official band Twitter. It's Stank Douglas. One word. One word. No underscore. What about Camel Case? Is there a Camel Case in it? Or they don't do that on Twitter. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway. I, I don't think so. So it's a pretty good band. And thank you, Nathan, for doing that. Calm Down Catherine is sponsored by Pizza Bob's, home of the original Chapati. Come take home a bottle of Chapati sauce today. Another reason to visit Ann Arbor. Go Sketty. Calm Down Catherine is produced at the studios of Analog Dungeon East by Nathan. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. Calm down, Catherine! <laughs>